The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Jewish crowds, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. It's a great joy to be with you all this morning, and we had a pretty full mass last night for a Saturday night, but with all of the Palmyra Days activities, and lots of people came to mass and then went to watch the parade, and, and uh, we had an amazing float made by Megan Jensen. And, uh, and it, was, it was just a really, really, really great weekend. And um, it was just a good day to be a pastor. And I, like, I remember on Friday, uh, we had the dessert stand in the park. And I was driving my truck through the park with a freezer strapped to the back. And I thought to myself, yes, I've arrived as a small town pastor. <laughs> and... Uh, but it really, it was, it was great. And I'm, I'm just so grateful to all of you who contributed and in whatever way you contributed and all the people who brought desserts and donated desserts, everybody who helped with setting up the garage sale and all those who brought things for the garage sale. And uh, I think the garage sale cleared like $1,100, which I was pretty amazed by. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. But I think they were selling all the leftover cookies that... One lady brought like 13 dozen sugar cookies. So they're amazing. Um, so it's a good day to be a pastor. And it's a good day to have Corpus Christi Sunday. And, uh, and so today we do celebrate the feast of the body and blood of Jesus. And, and this feast where we, we focus our attention on Christ's presence in the Blessed Sacrament. And probably all over the country there are priests giving homilies this morning where they're going to quote some study that talks about the number of Catholics who don't believe that the Eucharist is really and truly the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. And, um, and that's true, and there's a, there's a reality that, 
that there are many people who would just blatantly say, like, I don't really believe that that's really Jesus. I think it's a symbol or it's just kind of something that we do or it's like weird things Catholics do or, or any number of things people might say. And I don't really want to go down that road. But on a related note, I think all of us can take the opportunity today to ask ourselves the question and to reflect on the question of, like, do I actually believe in my heart, not just give intellectual assent to a fact that Jesus is present in the tabernacle? Do I actually believe that? And, And when I say, do I actually believe that, what I mean is, do I live my life as if the second person of the Holy Trinity who's existed from all eternity at a certain point took a human nature to himself and, and, and became man in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and then was born into the world and he lived a life like we all live life and, and he lived a life that contained joy and he lived a life that contained grief and he lived a life that contained sadness and he lived a life that involved suffering and, and then at a certain point He took up his cross and was condemned to death and and he walked the way of the cross and he gave his life so that we could live and died. And on the third day rose again and now is seated at the right hand of the father. Do we do we really believe that that person also before he died was with his apostles and took bread and said, take this all of you and eat of it. This is my body which will be given for you. That he took the cup and he said, take this all of you and drink from it. This is the cup of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be shed for you and for all so the sins may be forgiven. Do we really believe that in that moment, he did that so that he could stay with us so that he could be present to us, so that he could be accessible to us. So that his words, I will be with you until the end of the age, aren't just a kind of spiritual reality, but actually a physical reality. Because if I'm really honest about myself, and, and I don't think I'm the only one, like sometimes I can fall into the temptation to forget. Like I just forget. And I, and I say it that way because it's, it's more merciful to ourselves to just say, oh, I forget, than to say, oh, I'm a horrible person, right? Like, I just forget that I live next door to Jesus, all right? Like, I can forget that because I don't live my life that way all the time. Like, sometimes I'm super stressed out, and sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do. And, and then they're, they're like people in the parish who are going through a difficult time, and, and I'm weighing all, carrying all this burden and I just forget, oh, I could just go next door and spend time with our Lord. I could just go next door and unload that burden. Because our Lord is always here, and he's really here. And he's really here. And there are many ways that he's taken care of me already, and, and all I have to do is just go and sit with him and it makes life better. Right, like sometimes we have people in our lives when we go and we sit with them, it just makes life better. 
you know, it might be your spouse, it might be a best friend, it might be somebody and, you know, you just like, I just need to go be around people and, and I just sit with them and it makes life better. And our Lord is the ultimate person that can do that for us. If we have the grace of remembering. Right? If we have the grace of remembering. Because when we remember and we realize that it's really him, that, it, that the same Jesus who made blind people see and made lame people walk and entered into the lives of sinners, the same Jesus is here. And we remember that as the cause of our joy. And like yesterday, I kind of finished a long day of getting up early and setting up the dunk tank and sitting in the dunk tank and somebody gave like 200 bucks so somebody could push the button like 15 times. <laughs> it's kind of cold, but I bought a hot water gun. Um, so like it was just a long day and then I, like I got and it kind of came over here and we set up our mass and was praying the litany of St. Joseph and I looked up at our Lord and, uh, and it was just this moment that I had with him where he was just like, I got you. Like, I got this. Don't worry. I like, I see I got you. Like, everything's okay. And it's what he desires to say to each and every one of us, right? It's what he desires to say to each and every one of us. Because another really important question, I think, to ask ourselves is, why does it matter that the Eucharist is Jesus. Like, what does, what does that mean about me if the God who created the whole universe decided to become, at a certain point, became man, and then he took bread, and he said, this is my body, so he could remain with us. What does that mean about us? And it means that we're infinitely lovable. It means that he desires to be with us. It means he did all of that out of love. It means that each of us has value. It means he's infinitely patient with us too. And he's just patiently waiting for us to notice him. And there are lots of small ways that we can notice him. We can just decide, okay, so when I drive by the church, I'm just gonna like stop and come in for like a five minute visit and just say hello. And it can be that simple. Or I'm just gonna like come over a little bit early for mass. Or maybe I start going to daily mass, daily mass and just receiving the Eucharist one more time during the week or one more time during the month. And, and to just take a risk that, that he, he is the fulfillment of all our desires. And if we do find ourselves being a person that, that struggles to believe like how that's possible that our Lord is truly present in the Eucharist, I just invite you to, to just say a simple prayer saying like, okay, Jesus, like the church says that the Eucharist is you, that you're present here, but I need you to help me to see that. I need you to help me to notice that. And help me to believe, and that prayer is, it exists all over the gospels. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. If we find ourselves like the Jews saying, how is that possible? Lord, help me to see. If it's really true, help me to see it. And then see what he does with you.
see what he does with you. And so today, as we do celebrate this feast day, let us pray that that we have the grace of remembering the person who is always present to us. That we have the grace of remembering that he's here to relieve all our burdens, that he's here to be that person that makes everything better, that kind of calms everything down. And most importantly, that as we receive him, we may become more and more like him and that we might live our lives in a way that reveal the fact that he is truly present and we have life because he is within us.